and welcome back to the Johnny Fox podcast. Today's episode is packed with healthier habits and above all, knowledge of the marathon world. In this episode, we will learn how to prepare for a marathon, the benefits of doing so, and the experience of someone who has run marathons, health marathons, and 10K races for over 20 years. So let's get started. First and foremost, good morning, Johnny. How are you feeling today? Morning, Maria. Yes, uh, feeling pretty well. Uh, already done a workout and run this morning, so it's nice and sunny here in Victoria, so feeling good and looking forward uh, to the next episode. Amazing, Johnny. And for those who don't know, tell us how you got started running. I know this story, but <laughs> tell us how you got started running. Yeah, the story how I got started running was I was working as a uh, a journalist, as I as I still do now as well, and uh, my friend was doing a story on a on a charity that was looking for runners for the London Marathon in 1998, and uh, they recruited him as well as doing the story. They recruited him to run the race for them. And then a friend of mine, Steve, and, and I thought that was a great idea and, and fancied doing it as well. So I signed up for a charity called Guide Dogs for the Blind back in England and, um, and, ran, and, so, and ran the marathon for them in 1998. Well, wow, that's a long time ago. So uh, on 1998 was your first marathon? That's first right. One? Yeah, that answers the next question. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, April 1998 was my first marathon. What are some facts about marathons that you wish you had known before? Um, well, I, I guess you, you find out about the mental side of it, um, which is something that you develop over time. And you learn that the last 10K of the race is the, is the hardest when, when your body is trying or has used up most of its fuel so it has to break down generally fat at that point to sustain you for the final 10k so and then you you often get cramps as well if you if you're sweating out electrolytes sodium potassium so i i guess there are a couple of factors that um you know how hard the last 10k was and and then the cramp factor are both facts that uh, it would have helped to know more about going into the first one. Yes, I think everybody agrees that the last 10K are the most difficult. And before running your, your first marathon in 1998, did you run other races like a half marathon 10K? Um, I think I'd run a 10K. I, I... Yeah, I don't think I'd done a half marathon at that point. But uh yeah, so so it was kind of a baptism of fire to uh to plunge straight into a marathon after a 10k, but uh I did the training and you know, it was uh yeah, it was a great challenge. Yes, for sure. I I can imagine it's a big challenge uh, to go from 10k to a marathon and do you think for someone who who wants to start running, it is a good idea to join a running club? 
Yeah, so I, I think joining a running club is a great way to get started. You know, it holds you accountable uh, and you're turning up every week at, on certain days. You know, maybe it's two to three days a week with the club and then you'll, you know, eventually quite, quite likely be running a few runs on your own or with other friends. But yeah, there's nothing quite like the, the camaraderie of, of joining a, a running club or a group, um, when you, especially when you're getting started. And, uh, and then, you know, you can progress from there. Yes, I, I think it's key when, when you start something, in this case running, I think uh, having that accountability, I think it's the, the best way to go in, in this case. And what are the factors or the most important factors to consider when preparing for a marathon? I think, um, I mean, what I've touched upon before, obviously it's the, the extra distance. So you've got to get a good number of long runs in, you know, use ideally on a Sunday because 99% of the races are, are going to be on a Sunday. Um, and, and also test out nutrition strategies, you know, know what you can eat before a long run and try and stay away from fiber close to a run. because that can, you know, give you gastric, gastric upset. Uh, and also prepare in terms of, during the race nutrition so that you know what your best, you know, what your best strategy is in terms of taking on gels or electrolyte drink. Um, you can find out what works best for you and then, you know, organize that so that you, you carry gels with you in the race. That's what I'll do uh, on this coming Sunday. I race my 25th marathon in Eugene and, And I look to I look to carry four gels, and then um, grab water at water stations when I go through those. And then I'll, if there's usually there's another gel station or two along the route, so I'll, so I may take five or six during the race. But yeah, and then I think get, getting you never really know exactly how. It's going to affect you in terms of cramp, cramping, and like, you know, it depends. Most marathons are in the spring or the fall when the weather is kinder. It's not too hot, so you're not going to sweat so much that you'll lose all your electrolytes. But you may, it may be quite warm, and so sometimes people take electrolyte tablets with them to help guard against cramping up. Yes, there are a lot of tips that you gave us there. And also, it, it's highly recommended to not take something new like gel drinks uh, one week before uh, the marathon since, well, it, it's not, it is not highly recommended since we don't know how the body will react. So it's important to, to do the, the things that we know that works for us and don't try anything new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and also... In terms of like how the body is going to affect the body in other ways, you know, like chafing, 
you would be extra chafing, particularly maybe in the, the thighs. Um, and also the, the, the perennial jogger's nipple, which is, you know, you want to like cover those up with band-aids to avoid any problems with that later in the race. So they're, they're all, all good strategies to, to uh, you know, impart in a race. And in terms of nutrition, is there an important part of nutrition that we should keep in mind? For example, I have heard that maybe eating carbohydrates two days before, one day before really work, but what are your tips on nutrition? Yes, I mean, for, for sure, I think in the week leading up to the race, you want to be eating you know more more carbs than normal and getting fully carbo loaded ahead of the race and then and yeah just cutting down on, on the amount of fiber certainly probably two or three days before the race and keeping that that, that fiber content low and then um the night before the race as well you want to make sure that your meal isn't too late you know like probably maybe eat at sort of 5 p.m rather than 7 p.m just because especially for me on sunday the race starts at 7 a.m so it's pretty early um so i want to have digested my meal from the night before already and then i'll have to get up again at 4 a.m and you know eat the morning of the race but and in terms of what I eat the morning of the race, my go-to are rice cakes because they have zero fiber. And so, and they're very carb dense. So the last time I raced um, at least a half marathon, that's what I did. So I'll eat like a whole, a whole bag of rice cakes basically, but it's um, so the devil's in the details, as they say. So making sure that you, you know, you rule out any possible factors that could affect you in the race. Yes, we should. Yeah. yeah. And you start uh, super early um, on the United States and on Canada, uh, the marathon, since here in Spain, the marathon usually starts the, for example, marathon in Barcelona, that it's very known globally, I think, it starts at 9am. So two hours later than in Canada or, or United States yeah yeah it's it, uh, it varies I, I, and I'm not sure exactly why they're starting so usually they start earlier if if it's the weather is forecast to be warmer you know as, as the morning progresses so they want to have people the majority of people finish in before it gets too hot But it's obviously May. It's May the first, so it shouldn't really get too warm. But um, yeah, the the times do vary. But generally, they're between it's between seven a seven a.m. to nine a.m. And then Boston is the exception where they start at ten uh, a.m. or just before. Oh, okay. And in terms of the the training plan that you follow. And do you follow a, on a specific training plan? Um, would you give us some hints about what you do? Yeah, I mean, 
the the long run on Sunday is is always important. I try and get as many twenty plus mile runs or thirty two plus k runs in as possible, and then taper off usually three weeks before the race, and then add to that usually two two uh, interval workouts two two days of speed speed work during each week spread out as well you know i usually train tuesday evenings and saturday mornings for interval training for um either uh, intervals in the trails um on the road or at the track or even hill work and then the rest is kind of easy to steady running around that. But uh, and then the other thing I would say is I I try and do a good a good decent um, number of miles a week or kilometers. Uh, usually aiming for 120 kilometers minimum a week, and and uh, often more than that. But I, I think. That's a good number to aim for to get your body used to running longer and just develop develop the muscles and develop your energy systems so that you're fully prepared when it comes to race day in the marathon. Yeah, for sure. And what benefits have you gained from running? Because I think running gives us so clarity. It it helps us also with the stress, but especially for you, what benefits have you gained from it? Yes, I mean definitely, it's it's great for me- mental and emotional health as as well as physical. So you, you uh, certainly clarity of mind helps you organize thoughts. Uh, for sure, it helps you develop positive habits and routines. Uh, it's good for social interaction. Helps you, um, you know, it's it's been hugely beneficial during the pandemic and during during COVID-19. You know, the couple of years of, of, of that where we've been able to keep running and still still interacting with friends, you know, even if we had to like keep a little bit of distance between us. And I think overall this the 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 energy, you know, getting, you know, good fitness and health. Um, you exude energy and and for sure it, it's a great way to you know especially in the, in the mornings to set yourself up for the day and uh, a great way to start each day yes for sure I think it helps a lot um, with friends and being having contact with people who share the same hobbies as you and we know also as we have mentioned it during the episode that preparation in marathons is key. And what do you do one week before the race? Do you do something special? Uh, a week before, nothing too special. <clears throat> That's probably one of the important things that you don't do anything too special other, other than just, you know, you're into full taper mode at that point. Um, so seven days before, I mean, it varies as to, as to how far you should run seven days before the race, but it's a minimum of 
10 miles or 16K um, up to say 21K. Um, I just did 16 on Sunday uh, and then kind of erred on the side of caution. Muscles are feeling a little bit achy. But really, you know, it's all about resting as much as possible, you know, a week in advance and then as the as the day staircase down to race day, just don't, don't overdo things and try and get off your feet whenever possible and, you know, take the bus or drive if, instead of walking whenever possible. Yes, I agree on that. I think uh, the last week it's important not to run bigger numbers like uh, more than 21 as you mentioned okay since you can get injured and i think it's the the week before and i understand or i imagine that the day before the race um, you keep it you relax at home do you do some special things or i i understand you don't go running <laughs> the day before do what uh, do you normally well, do yeah no i i would still you would still um, go out, you know, I still recommend going for a very, for a short run, very and very easy run the day before, um, you know, no more than 30 minutes, maybe even 20, but like, okay, uh, just, just to shake out the legs and loosen them up a bit and, and do, do a few, do a few strides just steady maybe at marathon race pace not not like too hard but um so yeah no uh, and then but then other than that a, a lot of uh sitting or or resting you know back at the hotel or wherever you're staying um yeah getting off your feet as much as possible other than that yeah and on the same day do you feel nervous because i I have seen some people feeling super nervous today and I can and I can see why since you have trained for a long time and the day finally arrives. Do you feel nervous today of the race? Uh I I, I never really feel too nervous. I, I've done in you know, it's gonna be my twenty-fifth marathon now and so you know, I, I, I get more excited about them. I I think I think there's, you, you, you might get a bit, bit anxious in terms of the morning of the race, you know, like preparing everything and, and making sure you get up and eat at the right times. And so there's all that, you, and you, you know, you may, you may sure you want to go to the, you know, the, the washroom or, the, or the, the toilet well in advance and, and get all the preparation down to a T as, or as perfect as you can ahead of the start the start line um but then once you once you're there on the start you know it's in a way that's you can really relax then and uh and just enjoy the experience and we know since we mentioned it during the episode that we you are running the the eugene oregon marathon this sunday were you able to prepare well for the race well you know it's uh I, w i wouldn't say it's been perfect you know and i know maybe marathon training schedules are never perfect but you can often get close to that um and 
because I've been on I've been on this medic some medication for for the mania part of bipolar um, as I came down from an episode at Christmas so that's kind of affected my body somewhat and so that's affected my training and preparation for this race you know I'm carrying a bit more weight than I'd want to um, but you know I that's just the it's an extra challenge so I you know I'm kind of going into it still aiming to try and qualify for Boston and I'm looking at either three hours 20 three hours 40 or four hours you know really as a a b and c or gold silver and bronze goals depending how it goes you know during the like early in the race and, and then up to halfway I can gauge where I am and then, you know, pursue whichever goal I'm in range of. Yes, yeah, so all of us um, say good luck to you. We hope that really goes well, uh, the marathon. Um, and we know for sure that will go well. And to finish the episode, uh, what advice would you give to someone who has their first marathon, for example? Um, I, I would say just you know read as much as you can and get as much advice as possible um for sure join join a a club or a group to get training and get running and build up your mileage um and for sure if you um if if you're just getting into running then you would you know you're going to likely build first for like a 5k 10k and then a half marathon ahead of a marathon um but if you're at the point of now training for a marathon and you've signed up i think once you sign up then you know you're mentally that kind of releases extra you know excitatory hormones or something because you know you're you're in it now and you're committed um and so it's you know, it's kind of like dive on in and enjoy, you know, enjoy the training, get your training plan um, organized and scheduled. Um, and, and then, and then just, uh, you know, develop the routines and habits that are going to make you successful and um, enjoy the experience. And, and for sure, you know, do include as many people, friends and family, in the experience of training and then you know leading up to the race itself and the actual race race day um you know as include as many people as possible and uh enjoy and just enjoy savor the experience um you know there's nothing quite like the challenge of a marathon they, they call it the magic of the marathon and uh yeah crossing that finish line whatever whatever has happened however it's gone um, you know, it is an incredible achievement. Yeah, I think it will go amazing. Um, and thank you so much for your tips and tricks and for explaining us the all your experiences in the marathon world. And as always, you can contact Johnny and have a 30 minutes free appointment without any commitment to start your coaching process. You can follow Johnny at Visit Johnny Coach on Instagram. Visit Johnny Fox on Facebook and on TikTok at Johnny Fox Coach. 
We hope to see you again and thank you very much, Johnny. We hope that goes super well this Sunday and you will tell us how it goes. Yeah, thanks, Maria. Yeah, much appreciated. And uh, yeah, for sure, I will uh, report back with uh, all my race day details and, and share the experience. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thanks, Maria. Take care.